0: Hey, it's Mother Funny Time with Andy and Angie. Two cousins, eight kids, one grandkid, two states. And a whole lot of fun. Woo! All right, everyone. Welcome back to Mother Funny with Angie and Andy. Hey, guys. How's it going? So today's episode of our show, we're going to talk about Mother's Day. It's a special episode. It's not our normal episode. We're going to do a whole Mother's Day episode episode in two parts. Mother's Day! <laughs> <laughs> Angie's very excited. What do you think about Mother's Day? Well, what I'm, is it for?
1: It's a great day to honor moms, show them how much you love them. They're respected. They feel special. Moms get one day in the whole entire year to feel special and to maybe have a day off. So now i full on into Mother's
0: Day. Okay, you're, you're full on into Mother's Day. I am not, but I feel wah, like we get to that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> But I mean, who doesn't want a day when they get gift cards or cards, yes. flowers, chocolates, presents, the day is focused on you. Maybe you get your nails done or maybe you just sleep. I think for all the moms with young ones, they just want a day where they could sleep. So that's the thing.
0: Is that your experience? If that was my experience, yeah, give me a special day. But- It's more complex than that. For a lot of us, I think it's more complex. But how did it start, Angie? I know you were looking at how or like talking about the history. Like where did this come from?
1: Okay. So that was what was funny was to learn about the history of Mother's Day. So it actually was created by Anna Jarvis because her mom, Ann Jarvis, who's also known as Mother Jarvis.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mother Jarvis would be a mother funner. For oh, sure.
1: she would totally be our friend. She, would. she was an activist, a Sunday school teacher. She organized Mother's Day work clubs in West Virginia. And oh. she actually really worked towards promoting friendship and health and education to moms. So she was an amazing, amazing mom and woman just in general. So then after she passed away, her daughter... Anna Jarvis wanted to um, have a memorial service for her mom and just to respect and honor her because her mom gave so much. And then after that memorial service, Anna realized, well, wait, we should honor all moms. We should do something to show moms that they're important and loved and thank them for how hard that, how hard they've worked. And so then she worked. With John Wanamaker in May of 1908. So that was the year after the memorial service for her mom. And so the very next year, they had a Mother's Day celebration at the church that her mom had originally attended. And then at the Wanamaker's retail store, they had a huge giant celebration and over a thousand people came. Wow. So that was huge. So then Anna Jarvis decided, well, hey, let's really make this even bigger, greater, more um exciting for all moms. And so and she
0: introduced mimosas, is what I said. <laughs> the first mimosa, which they called a mamosa, as is traditional, came Cheers. into being.
1: Cheers to Mother Jarvis.
0: <laughs> mimosa Jarvis we will call her from now on.
1: I mean, it fits.
0: (laughs) So yeah, that happened. Mimosas were invented. (laughs) Brunch was probably invented. I'm guessing brunch was invented. Mimosas were invented. That's what I'm thinking. Right.
1: So while they were sitting around drinking mimosas, they wrote a whole bunch of letters and there was a letter writing campaign.
0: Even though it was like, was the tolerance movement around then? I don't know
1: so then bootleg mimosas there you go but so it was also something where like churches started incorporate so they'd have the mimosas after church they would get drink communion wine (laughs) and then sparkling yes after yes this is the mother funny version (laughs) of the history of mother's day (laughs) we have communion wine mimosas mother jarvis (laughs) mother jarvis mimosa jarvis Yes. So then all these people started agreeing to it and different people in law, you know, obviously because it makes them look good, right? To have a holiday that honors mom. So they got on board. And one thing that Anna Jarvis, that was really important to her, was she was saying so many men had holidays. So she wanted a holiday that honored a woman and to have more of a. That's
0: right, sister. Which is great. So every Mother's Day, we should raise a communion glass or a mimosa (laughs) to Mother Jarvis. 100%. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, Mother Jarvis. Or juice. Maybe you're a juice drinker. Or kombucha. That's kombucha. My See, I feel like that's the new mimosas, the kombucha. There okay, you go. Okay, so. Well, hold
1: on. I'm not done. Uh, I'm <laughs> There's more to my story. Okay, so within five years, every state was observing the day. And in 1914, President Woodrow Wilson, he signed a measure establishing the second Sunday in May would be Mother's Day. And so then it became a national holiday. Did you know Mother's Day is an actual national
0: holiday? I don't know if I knew that. I mean, I usually go by when mail's delivered and it's on a Sunday. So yeah, so it's the second Sunday of May. We
1: know, But countries can sell some
0: countries celebrate it in different times of the year. What's amazing about all of this is that Angie actually memorized it. She hasn't been reading it at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, because this is unscripted. Hence the, mimosas. <laughs> Hence the mimosas and the temperance movement, not the tolerance. movement.
1: <laughs> so I was super interested. So it's interesting. Cheers
0: to Mother Jarvis and
1: uh, Anna Jarvis and to them helping moms feel honored and special. And
0: um, we're thankful and we're proud of them. But here, here's the thing. I would like you to finish the history with Anna Jarvis's later feelings on Mother. Not on Mother Funny. <laughs> she would have loved Mother <laughs> Funny. We know that's a given. Okay, so what was her Mother's Day feelings later on? Anna Jarvis later
1: denounced the holiday because it was becoming too commercialized. And um, she tried to remove it from the calendar, and she actually spent the rest of her life trying to abolish the holiday completely. <laughs> It was so sad. Something she worked so hard towards because it came from a pure, loving, kind, appreciative heart. Yes. But then once it became commercialized, she's like, no, you're taking away from the pureness and from the honor. That's how she felt. Personally, as a mom, I'm excited that I get cards and gifts and gift cards and flowers. So I appreciate Anna Jarvis's... Um, her word? start, her, her
0: heart. Yes, Her beginning the holiday that didn't go away because as hard as she fought to pull it away, to get, it, get rid of it, it's still here. And it I don't is. think it's going anywhere.
1: No, I am not going to follow in her footsteps to denounce the holiday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pro Mother's Day. <laughs> pro Mother's Day. And I would say I am on the side that appreciates her trying to stop it. But let me tell you why. Because Mother's Day can be really complex. When you're like depending on where you are in life like there's a lot of mothers that you have to juggle your own mother maybe your mother-in-law stepmom stepmom mama llama, <laughs> there's lots mothers mothers grandmas funners, grandmas and then for me i know growing well i'm not going to say growing up because i was married and had kids but when i was a young mom and for most of my mother journey I, my husband was pastoring at a church. So Mother's Day on a Sunday, he would be gone all morning and, you know, early before I woke up and then would be gone until after everything was cleaned up. So he would be gone most of the day Sunday. And I just had extra work. Mother's Day was extra work. And then maybe we would do something later. Not that he was insensitive, but he, there was really nothing he could do about it. And then how do you fit all the other moms in your life in? And, you know, and kids are are young and our kids are poor. So we can't put it on them. <laughs> my kid's not going to buy true. me, you know, my Versace. I'm no, just kidding. I don't own anything Versace. Nice. <laughs> all
1: I want is mother funny Versace. Jeez. All I want. That's all I demanded. And nobody gave it to me. No, Their allowance was $1 a week. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, I always feel like, you know, maybe from the church side, we want to honor moms. We also know, like, as we're talking about Mother's Day at church, we're also addressing that this is hard for a lot of women who've maybe lost their moms, maybe struggle with infertility, maybe, you know, all sorts of things that can happen or maybe had a complicated relationship with their moms or stepmoms or mother-in-law, whatever it might be. It could be difficult or maybe their husband's if they're married and have kids, don't celebrate them on Mother's Day. And maybe it's just a bummer day. So I would say, and we could talk about this later, but I think there should be another, another way we do it.
1: So when you're saying that husbands don't celebrate their wives on Mother's Day? Yes. I,
0: I mean, mine does. But I know of husbands who, like, they're like, well, it's Mother's Day, I celebrate my mom. And then the wife's like, well, my four-year-old can't – again, is poor and is not going to give me candies and flowers on their own. And they're not going to, you know, come up with all these great ideas to celebrate. Um, they're going to want me to make their, their breakfast and change my diaper. So it's not very fun. But it's really – I think it's on, you know, the husband. So
1: we should have a public service announcement moment.
0: Yeah, so anybody listening, you can just take this soundbite for your husbands. <laughs> Especially if they're new dads. They need to know.
1: Mother's Day is for the mother of your children. Husbands, Mother's Day is for the mother of your children. Yes. Even though you have a mom. so You celebrated your mom. I did. All growing up. That's what yes, husbands did. she
0: got... The best 18 years of her life.
1: That's right. But once... (laughs) You hear that, mom? (laughs) Once a son becomes a dad, Mother's Day is no... Well, it's not no long... It's Mother's Day is about celebrating
0: the mother of your child. A hundred percent. Like, still be respectful to your mom. If the... Consider them.
1: If the husband's mom or mother-in-law still wants to celebrate Mother's Day, they could celebrate on a different day. Like the day before yes. Mother's Day. Okay, Andy, so some people might say this could sound a little selfish because us moms are saying, hey, it's our day. We're in the trenches. We're it's changing about diapers. Us. We're fixing. We're like um, kissing boo-boos. We're helping the kids. We're taking them to school. We're carpooling. Well, I can go on and on about what moms do. But-
0: Watching TV, eating bonbons. <laughs>
1: are there still soap operas
0: are there still bonbons that we need to find out but
1: you are actually a mom and a grandma i am and now we're talking about the complexity of mother's day so how does that work what are your opinions now
0: my opinion now is that now it's all about the mother in law
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding there's women
0: turning off this podcast right now nope not doing it Angie just disconnected everything and she just ran away. Angie. (laughs) Um, No, it's a valid point. And I think that once my daughter, um, yeah, as soon as she was expecting child, it was like, no, this, you have your own day. Like you need to be celebrated. So, I mean, we still get together, but the day is about her and her husband. Like they get to do that and. Um, my day is, so do
1: you get together on mother's day or do you get together
0: on a different day? You know what? Last year we all got together on one day, but it's also hard because, you know, it's, she lives in the same state. My daughter lives in the same state with both her mother and her mother-in-law. So there's that, you know, um, whole, how do we celebrate everybody? How does my daughter get a holiday? And yet she has her mom and her mother-in-law in in the same area. So I think the kids are still working that out. But my heart for her would just be able to really enjoy her Mother's Day. And if enjoying her Mother's Day means having dinner with me, then excellent. (laughs) Then you welcome that gladly. I welcome that. But if not, that's okay too. You know, if she needs her own special day, then, yeah, I can, you know, I'll go out to a movie. I don't. I'll buy my own flowers. I'll write my name in the sand. <laughs> <sip. laughs> I'll talk to myself for hours. No, but I also have the privilege of having a very supportive husband who um, will celebrate with me. And I still have two unmarried kids without children. So well,
1: that's what I was going to say. I mean,
0: Shiloh and Caleb—they can still celebrate. I mean, you I do stuff from them. I'm like, it is Mother's Day. <laughs> Well, the good news, like when your kids are of a certain age, like they don't, their friends are all hanging out with their own moms, So they don't like make plans on Mother's Day with their friends because they would all get in trouble. (laughs) So um, yeah, you get, I get all my kids, but you might have different ideas of what is a good Mother's Day depending on how old your kids are.
1: Right. So if you're like a mom of young ones, you would want to sleep or relax. But once your kids are older, like go for a walk or go to the movies or what is it when they're teenagers? How is Mother's Day changing now that you have teenagers besides having a married one with a baby?
0: (laughs) Besides that? Well, I think when they're little, you just want a break. I just wanted a break. I wanted to like not have duties. I wanted to not make food. You know, I kind of wanted a day off. But as they got older... Um, I didn't, you know, I wasn't burdened down, not burnt. That's, that's a little aggressive. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not as tired as I used to be. I'm not needed like I was. So I actually, a better Mother's Day would be, I would even cook for my family on Mother's Day, just whatever it took to what? be, I would, as long as we were together. Like my main goal is to be together if we can. Or to talk to my kids. But if like all my kids move out of state, then I would um, expect Chris to get me a massage. Okay, I hope he's taking notes. (laughs) Massage. (laughs) We'll get into that later. (laughs) But yeah, but you know, it changes. Like when we were younger, Angie, you and I used to have like group hangs for Mother's Day with our grandma and our moms, which is very funny because you guys, our moms are sisters and they don't get along. And that's not a secret. It's not. We're not sharing
1: family. <laughs> they both are very vocal about the fact that they really do not get
0: along and never have. Never. We've asked because we're like, has this always been a thing? Did something happen? No. From childhood. And Grandma Vance used to even say like they fought all the time as kids.
1: But then it comes to a holiday and those two have to spend the holidays together. Yeah.
0: we. You know how most people, when they don't get along with another relative, they avoid them? Our moms don't. They're like magnets. It's a holiday. I must spend it with my sister, <laughs> which provides many stories of fun. <laughs> Angie and I can we won't share them. But
1: we <laughs> This is a podcast to honor our moms, so in a it's very honoring, honoring. loving it's way. It's really
0: funny. We're a just lot of saying times.
1: That they struggle and they continue to struggle to get along. But yet when it's holidays, they must spend time together. So every not every Mother's Day, but there's a lot of Mother's Days where we would meet um, all of us cousins and aunts, like you're saying, and all spend time together.
0: And you know what? I love that because you, there there should be boundaries in our lives, like when people we don't get along with. But because our moms pushed through that, like we got to hang out as cousins and as family, you know, like if our moms decided we don't get along, we're not going to hang out, then we would have missed out on some fun times together. Also some, you know, awkward moments.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a really good point. So their priority was family and getting the family together. And so we would get together on, it was either Mother's Day or your church had that tea. Remember that Mother's Day tea the day before Mother's Day? Yes. So we would honor grandma and our aunts and cousins that were moms the day before Mother's Day. Yes. So that on Mother's Day, we could spend time with our own moms. But do you, you mean, remember
0: that time? I do. Go ahead.
1: No, you share it because it's...
0: Oh, the time with grandma? Yeah. <laughs> the <Okay>. last time. <laughs> The last last day tea we had with Grandma. We did. Okay, so our grandmother, Grandma Lona. Grandma Vance. We We call her Grandma Vance. I just wanted to say her first name. I knew Angie was going to (laughs) get upset. Grandma Vance. It's so funny that you do that. Grandma Lona. I'm going to call her Lona from now on. It's going to drive Angie crazy.
1: Because we've grown up calling her Grandma Yeah, Vance. I
0: never actually called her Grandma Lona. I don't know why that came out.
1: But re- you've done it a couple times. Have I? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's weird. <laughs> so it throws me off. If there's time. a therapist out there, tell me why I do that. <laughs> okay, so Grandma Vance, so at this point, she had been she'd had dementia for quite a bit. And our moms argued over how much or what kind of food and beverage grandma should be having. There was one and I won't say who, one of our <laughs> one of our moms was pushing Diet Coke because they felt like she loved Diet Coke. The other was pushing water to keep her <laughs> hydrated. And it became a battle.
1: Because it was like Mom, they were saying mom to us. It's grandma. Like mom, take a sip of diet coke. No, mom, take a sip of water. No, cut her food smaller. Wait, no,
0: have some chicken. No, you need some bread she needs more protein. No, she this. <laughs> and it was like so. We could even go on stories on restaurant visits with them. It was always I mean, like one mom would order water, the other would order diet coke, and the other one be like, no, she doesn't need diet coke, and then she should order this, and so they would argue about what she should order at this luncheon. It was just one choice. But we had purposefully, and maybe this will be new to our moms listening, but we purposely like separated them. So we put them on each side and we put grandma in the middle and we put her grandkids like around her in this round table. Well, they, the moms, our moms were trying to micromanage how grandma was eating to us and they kept whispering from each side, like, <laughs> Give her this. Is she doing this? And they were like super hyper focused on what grandma was eating. <laughs> So, and drinking they were really concerned drinking. about her being dehydrated and we were like it's an hour and a half program like grandma's going to make it and so like we are adults so at one point we moved grandma like a foot away from the table <laughs> so that she could listen and hear and just enjoy what was happening and not deal with how much she was eating and drinking and she ate fine and she survived. She was she,
1: hydrated. She was well fed.
0: She, she was happy. Herself. She was with her kids. You know, she had a good time.
1: And that was the first time I ever took a selfie with grandma. Because remember Aww. when selfies were just coming out? It's like, I, that was the first time I ever took a selfie with grandma. So, so grandma Lona. So sweet. <laughs> no. so weird to me that you do that.
0: Grandma Lona, grandma Lona.
1: But like you're saying, because our moms cared so much about Grandma Vance, their own mom, or cared about us having a relationship, they put aside their issues to bring the family together the day before Mother's Day so we could all enjoy family time together. That was the heart of it.
0: And it could be entertaining. I mean, we're laughing at it now.
1: In the moment, it could be stressful.
0: (laughs) We won't even talk about potato salad yet. That'll be another. We have a whole potato salad story someday.
1: My mom's cringing. I know she's listening and I know and she's like, cringing no, right do now. do not talk
0: about the potato salad.
1: Okay, Andy, you have to tell that potato okay. story because it's so funny.
0: It's not one of my best moments. But and it has nothing to
1: do with Mother's <laughs> Day, does.
0: but I laugh but every a time. Story that has to do with potatoes, <laughs> that apparently is an issue in our family. So on the end, like it was Sundays, so that's appropriate. On Sundays, after like a week of meals, I would take our leftovers and I would buy these giant baked potato, like giant potatoes, bake them, and then we would do do a potato bar with all our leftovers from the week. I don't know why potatoes make a good base. Anyway, this one time my son had to be like 10 years old. And we were the kids were going through and I would hand a potato and I'd be like, here's your fatty potato. Here's your fatty potato. And then my son walked up and I, like, I must, I don't know what happened in my mind, but I'm like, here's your potato fatty. <laughs> and he was so sad. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious because I was like, here's your potato fatty. <laughs> and now he's in therapy and I don't know why but he was so sad but it was so funny so to this day we'll be like here's your potato fatty (laughs) does he laugh about it now i don't maybe he laughs through the pain (laughs) he's 21 now (laughs) let's hope i'll talk to him but anyway so that's all the time we have for today though it is. So, what are we going to talk about in the next episode? Okay, in the next episode, we're going to continue our fun on Mother's Day, but we're going to dive into things like how do you balance your Mother's Day? Maybe we'll give suggestions next time on things you can do, how you can balance all those wonderful women in your life. We'll talk about Grandma Lona. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Just kidding. and she's running away. We're going to talk about, and I thought it'd be fun for us to discuss like what would be our. Perfect Mother's Day? Like, what would we want to do? And also, how we can abolish Mother's Day and make a whole new thing?
1: Yes. Stay tuned for that. That's great coming up.
0: And if you have a fun Mother's Day story to share, especially if it's funny, then put it on our socials. Put it on the socials Mother Funny Podcast on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Or your face or (laughs) (laughs) our website, (laughs) www.motherfunnypodcast.com slash 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 slash. All right. That's all we have time for today. We got to wrap it up, unfortunately. But just remember, you might think you're doing just okay, but we think you're doing really great. Thanks for
1: hanging out with us today. We hope you have a great Mother Funny Day. Please like and share our podcast,
0: but please don't tell our moms.
1: <laughs> right. So the- <laughs> I don't know where to go. I have so much more to okay, share. keep
0: Going, keep going. <laughs> I lost my place. <laughs> the best part of the whole thing is both of you missed that Andrea called the temperance movement the tolerance. Movement. <laughs> <laughs> Which is
1: basically probably the opposite. (laughs) It's because I can't hear. (laughs)